Welcome to Married to Murder. I'm Clint. And I'm Summer. And we're a true crime podcast. Where I tell him all of my favorite true crime stories, and he's hearing it for the first time, just like you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a tale of murder. Hey, y'all, just a quick little uh, pre-episode announcement. This was originally supposed to be a bonus episode, so it's significantly shorter than what y'all are used to from us. The reason being is we both had very, very busy work schedules this past couple weeks. And then on the day we decided to record a new episode, Summer came home sick. Unfortunately, this was the only episode we had available that y'all haven't heard yet. So it's going to be a short one, but I promise it's a good one. And now on with the regularly scheduled show. Welcome back, y'all. Seems we might have a little bonus episode here. Bonus episode. Bonus. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. So there are some cases that need to be told that don't make quite, you know, 45 minutes or longer that we feel is appropriate for an actual regular episode. You've said 35 in the past, ma'am. Yeah, but most of ours are longer than 35. 35 is our minimum for a regular episode, but most of them are definitely 45 minutes or longer. Agreed. These stories still need to be told. They're still important. Just because there's not a ton of information out there doesn't mean that their death or their, you know, them being missing or whatever the case may be is not as important. So I want to throw these in as kind of little (laughs) bonus episodes, you know, throughout our time because they don't take as long to record. They don't take as long to edit. They will just. Yeah, hopefully. So we're just going to, you know, if it's a shorter episode, you know, the ones that don't have enough information out there, those are the ones that really need to be told anyway, because there's not a lot of information. Get this the awareness is out there. This is solved, though. Okay. So technically, this is solved. Is it a murder or disappearance? It's a murder. Oh, okay. How would a disappearance be solved? Because they reappeared. <laughs> <laughs> the aliens brought them back. Okay. We do have some trigger warnings. Murder, of course. Um, domestic violence. And violence against children. So, just be aware. If that's not your bag. So, a nice little mix then. Yeah. You know, if that's not something you want to listen to, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, And there are some famous people actually missing in this case. Ooh. We got celebrity name drops? Yeah, you're not going to know him, though. No. He's an athlete. I might. He's an NBA basketball player. Can you name two NBA basketball players besides Michael Jordan? LeBron James. And? Kobe Bryant. Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody who's currently playing? Larry Bird. (laughs) Anybody who's currently playing on a team right now? Um, no. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. (laughs) (laughs) You actually did better than I thought you would. I didn't think you could name any, period. Magic Johnson. Okay. So, basically, all people that were playing when you were, like, in third grade. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Except for Shaquille O'Neal. I don't think he was playing when you were in third grade. Maybe he was. Was Shaquille O'Neal playing? We love Shaquille O'Neal, y'all. He came from LSU, and we're in Louisiana. So, And he seems to be, like, Shaquille O'Neal just seems, like, as far as celebrities go, he seems to be, like, the sweetest person. Like, he has paid for people's funerals. He has... Paid for like people's layaway at Walmart and stuff. Like super nice. Uh, Are you pulling up when he played? <laughs> yes. Uh, but no. do you remember what 
year you were in third grade? That's a lot of math to figure out to you. Uh, he entered the NBA draft in 92. Oh, God. Okay, so I was in high school in 92, right? He, yeah. he was at was LSU like eight or, from 89 to 92. I was in like eighth, eighth or ninth grade in 92. And he played from 92. So you were in elementary school. So yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. He, was, he played from 92 to 2011 and ended his career at the Boston Celtics. And now he sells stuff online. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we are talking about the death of Nova and Ava Henry. Hey, we got a cat named Nova, too. We do. And she's a bad little shit. They all are. She's a pretty little princess princess. She's prissy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Nova Henry was born on July 28th, 1981 in Chicago, Illinois, to Yolan and Keith Henry. Nova had a younger brother named Ryan, who is a well-known tattoo artist. So he's also famous, actually, too. He was on Black Ink Crew Chicago. So I don't think we ever really watched that one. We didn't watch that one. Um, but he's very well-known. And very public about his sister's murder. Very talkative about it. You can find a lot of stuff online that he said. You know, he was very, he's very supportive of domestic violence victims and very I was open about, about, to about say, that. He's very supportive of domestic violence victims and supporting people. You got to get that victim in a little bit quicker there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know. All right. So Nova planned to go back to school, and she wanted to pursue a career in dentistry. And she was 24 years old, and her baby daughter, Ava Savea, was 10 months old when they were found murdered on January 24th, 2009. Oh. Oh, no. Baby. She's a pretty little baby, too. So Nova had a long-term relationship with Eddie Anthony Curry Jr., who became an NBA star. And we're going to talk about this relationship, too, because that's an interesting part of this case. He was drafted by the Chicago Bulls in 2001, which was probably a dream since he and Nova were from the Chicago area. He played for the New York Knicks at the time of our story, and he played there from 2005 to 2010. And just a side note that I found, Curry was originally interested in gymnastics, and he didn't play basketball until middle school. Huh. He was seven feet tall, so I'm not sure how well gymnastics would have worked out for him. Yeah, gymnastics is a uh, short people sport. Yeah. The couple had two beautiful children together, 10-month-old Ava and 3-year-old Noah. Aww. Those are cute names. Better than some of the names these kids are getting nowadays. Okay, so Eddie had seven children total. Jesus, seven? Yeah, he needed to be an NBA star to pay for all that. He actually married his second and current wife in 2005. So if you're doing the math, Nova's daughter Ava was born March 12, 2008, well after Eddie's marriage to Patrice. Ooh. Yeah. So now Patrice is my main suspect. Patrice was later on Basketball Wives LA. So there's two like reality shows in this case. Neither of which I watch. Right. I don't think I've I think I may have seen one episode of Basketball Wives in my lifetime. I just don't like professional basketball. It's just not my thing. But I'm all about some Duke University basketball. Yes, indeed. Okay. Anyway, 
All right, a paternity test had proven that Ava was Eddie's daughter. And so, shockingly, Eddie and Nova broke up, which is a weird thing to say when he had a wife. So, he broke up with his girlfriend. I mean, when you, the stuff you hear about half these basketball players, is it really that surprising, though? It's not just basketball players. I know. A lot of athletes need to do better. I mean, all these kids are watching and they need to. Makes me think about the Will Smith thing, but we're not going to talk about that because I don't want to be on the record for that. All right. Too political. We're not getting into it. Exactly. All right. So Eddie and Nova, uh, like I said, had broken up and they were in a legal battle over custody and child support of the two children. Nova had retained an I keep saying, thinking about our cat when I say her name. It's awful. <laughs> so, Nova Shan retained an Italian. Take all that out. So. Rewind. Yeah. Nova had retained an Illinois family attorney, 36-year-old Frederick Goins. He's been licensed to practice in Illinois since 2005. So, this was only 2009. He hadn't been a lawyer for very long. Nova and Frederick actually started a personal relationship with each other that lasted two years. So she breaks up with Eddie and starts dating Frederick. That makes sense. That's a, kind of a lot. That seems unprofessional to date your client. Yeah, you think? Well, you said it makes sense, but I feel like it's not, it doesn't make sense. I don't think it's a good idea. I think if you wanted to date her, he should have said, you know, now that we're, or if we're going to move in that direction, and I need to help you find another attorney before we do that. And I think things would have gone a lot better. But I don't think he was very professional. But anyway. So at some point, Nova decided to break off this relationship with him. And he didn't like that. She had retained a new attorney to assist in her custody battle. And you got to think he's making a percentage of whatever she gets. So that was, you're going after an NBA player. That's going to be big money. She was also contesting the 24000 that Goins was charging her with in legal fees. Don't really know if she was right or he was right. At this point, it doesn't matter. She received a protection order against him in April of 2007. So this is like two years before she's killed. Almost two years because she was killed in January. But if you got to get a protection order against somebody, it's probably not somebody you want to be with. Right. But she let it lapse before she died. Because you have to, you know, keep them up. Well, there's the problem. Well, I mean, honest to God, protection orders don't do enough. Let's just be real. Yeah, piece of paper ain't never going to stop nobody. You know, if they want it, a lot of women It'll are scared rock, to... You say so silly. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of people are don't want to get a protection order because they feel like it's not worth the paper it's printed on, and then... You know, it just makes a matter that you got it. But it's good to have that on record just for, I've had to get one before. So it's not a fun process, but. Not against me, thankfully. Oh, hell no. (laughs) We wouldn't still be together. But I have an ex-husband, so there you go, y'all. A little insight into Summerland. All right. Anyway. And because this is a bonus episode, it'll probably go on Patreon. No, it's not going on Patreon. Why not? We don't have a Patreon yet. It's just going up regular. We'll do bonus episodes. We got to set up our Patreon. It's partially there. We just got to do a little bit more. Yeah, this one isn't long enough to be a Patreon exclusive. These are just short little episodes. You got to do an actual full-size episode for a Patreon. Hmm. 
Well, excuse me. They pay me. for that. You don't want to give them like a short episode for Patreon. You give them a longer episode. Excuse me for not knowing how Patreon works. You don't because you don't listen to True Crime Podcast because you don't know the greatness. No. You have a Patreon that you follow. Tell them which Patreon, blah, 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 Patreon you have. <laughs> it's the uh, Scared to Death Podcast uh, by Dan and Lindsay Cummings. And he loves them because he it's, loves all the little stories. It is ghost stories and horror. Some of it kind of true crimey related, but not very much. No, not very much. But I like it. Right now, I grew up reading the Goosebumps books, so that probably explains a bit of it. Man, see, and I don't like the stories. I like real stuff. And Dana Lindsay, if you happen to hear this, shout out to y'all. If y'all want to shout us out to, be my guest. If they hear this, I will die laughing. All right. Anyway, so Nova had also charged him with domestic battery and phone harassment, but she ended up dropping the charges and not going through. Sounds like a also, lot of bad choices are being made here. Yeah. I mean, well, that's pretty common. The getting a restraining order and letting it lapse, filing charges but not following through because they make you feel guilty or whatever the case may be. It's very common in domestic violence, and it sucks. Again, a lot of bad choices. Nova and Ava were found shot to death in her apartment on January 24th, 2009, by her mother and her mother's boyfriend. Nova was shot six times, and baby Ava was shot twice. How do you shoot a little baby that's 10 months old twice? That's awful. It ain't like they can uh, rat on you or nothing. Noah was in the apartment with his mother and sister, but was left physically unharmed. Did he hide? I think he was in another room. And that's why she was literally holding Ava. So I don't know if he intended to shoot Ava or it was just happened to be because, you know, when he came in, she was holding her. We don't know that. So I don't think he intended, I don't think he went there and said like, oh, I'm going to kill her and the kids. I think it was just literally because she happened to be holding Ava. Which is horrible. Like you've got a gun in your hand, tell her to put her, I'm sure if you'd have said, put your daughter down so she can live, she would have put her daughter down. I guarantee it. Yeah. You know, you didn't give her that give her that time and that option so you don't have to shoot a baby. Technically, you don't have to shoot anybody, but definitely don't shoot a baby. Um, Noah was found covered in blood and sleeping next to his mother. How sad is that? Yeah, that kid's going to need plenty of therapy. Or a little baby. He was only three, so God only knows what he remembers and what he doesn't. Neighbors reported hearing an argument prior to the shots with a man that sounded like Goins. He's not a very good criminal. Wait and hear all this. His cell phone records show he was in the area of her apartment at the time of the shooting. Security cameras also showed Goins' Range Rover parked close to Nova's apartment. Then a bullet was found in Goins' car that matched the murder weapon. Gun residue was also found on his sleeve. He was just at the shooting range. Okay, so when they go to arrest him, he's like hiding out at a hotel, and he jumps in the hotel pool to try and get the gun residue off of him. It don't work like that. What a weirdo. You're a bad criminal. (laughs) Aren't all criminals bad? Well, you know what I mean. He's not a smart criminal, and for an attorney. Again, are criminals generally smart? If they well, were, I they mean, wouldn't be criminals. True. True, true. Well, we're, I guess we should be glad they're stupid. But in the meantime, you're like, really? All right. So Noah actually reported to people that Frederick did it. 
Really? So he knew who Frederick was. He had seen him. The boy's a rat. Yeah. Well, good for him. On February 22nd, 2009, Frederick Goins was charged with two counts of first-degree murder. And he was convicted on February 12th, 2013. All that NBA money going to go bye-bye. He's not the NBA. He's the attorney. No. All that lawyer money going to go bye-bye. <laughs> Are you paying attention? <laughs> yes. He's her former attorney. We'll go back to Eddie Curry in a minute. Oh, God. All right. He was sentenced to life in prison. During sentencing, he denied killing Nova or Ava and stated that he loved them. I'm going to call bullshit. So Goins was charged six previous times with domestic violence. Six. He was accused of choking a woman and charged with battery against another woman three times. He just sounds like a real stand-up guy. Right. And none of these cases were against Nova. So he's doing this with multiple women. (laughs) Why do you still have your law license if this happened? And, okay, so... The only time he received any type of punishment was for the 1997 choking where he received two years of probation. How have you had two years of probation and all these charges for domestic violence and you were still able to go to law school and get a law license? Explain. I can't. For family law. I cannot explain it. So there's some people that say... That he killed Nova because he lost out on the money that he was going to get for the case. Not an excuse. But I think he did it more out of jealousy. Would make sense. Okay. So, just a little side note that we're going to talk about. Eddie Curry did not attend the funeral of Nova and Ava. They were buried. I have more thoughts. They are buried together in one casket, which is all... Together forever. Eddie did take custody of Noah. So he has custody of him. All right. And Eddie Curry posted this, like, after the death. Okay. And so we're going to quote Eddie Curry. A lot of people don't know about Nova. I saw her on and off for a few years while I was with the Knicks. We had two kids together. On the day Nova was murdered, shot down in cold blood back home in Chicago, one of the many people who didn't know about her was my wife, Patrice. Patrice also didn't know about the children I'd had with Nova. So we had two secret children. My 10-month-old daughter, Ava, and her three-year-old brother, Noah. I kept it a secret, all of it, for years. So as I'm on the phone learning that my infant daughter and her mother have just been murdered, I'm also coming to grips with the fact that my marriage of nearly four years would almost certainly be over. And she didn't leave him. She stayed with him. Well, I mean, Noah's not a threat at that point. Well, no, but I mean, finding out your husband had an affair for years and had two children is kind of a big deal. Through a murder investigation. Like, you can't not tell anybody because it's all over the news. (laughs) Stupid decisions were made. A lot of stupid decisions, but I mean... That's crazy. How did you think you were going to keep two kids secret forever? They knew who their dad was. Do you really think people think things through to the end? No, but, and I mean, he wasn't trying to get custody, so it must have been child support that they were fighting over. That's, that would and be how do guess. you explain, okay, if you're paying child support on two kids, 
did your wife not say, by the way, where's that two grand going or whatever it is that he's paying? It was probably way more than that since I'm sure his, the amount of money that he makes is ridiculous. So would you not ask and say uh, every month we have yada, yada, yada amount of money going to this unknown person? Why are we paying that? Oh, well, maybe she wasn't privy to that information. That's not a good marriage. No, no, Well, I mean, no. it doesn't sound like they had a good marriage. But, I mean, he gives very big props to her for staying with him, admits that he screwed up and, you know, that he did wrong. And it's kind of weird that the affair people are not the people, you know, you would think when you start this story, you think it's going to be Eddie that kills her, not the attorney that she got for her child support case. But domestic violence can happen in any relationship, any race, any dollar amount, anything. And a lot of people who are like, oh, well, this couldn't happen to me or that wouldn't happen to me. It can happen to anybody, anywhere, male, female, any income level, male, female, verbal, sexual, physical, economic abuse, like all of that happens. And so people need to, one, be understanding. I get very tired of the, well, you just need to leave. That's the most dangerous time. That's when people get murdered or injured. So, Ideally, yes, that is a solution, but in reality, it's never that simple. Well, a lot of times they've isolated you, so you've lost your resources. They've tried to make you financially dependent on them, so you've lost your financial resources. Um, a lot of times you have a child or more than one child, and then you don't want to leave your children with somebody who would hit you because they may or may not hit your child. So then you have to support, you know, it's a lot easier to leave if it's just yourself. You can support yourself. But when you've got to support yourself. I beg to differ on that. I know several people that seem to think they can, but really can't. Well, most people can, though. So it's, you know, it's a lot harder to support yourself when you've got to go to work and you've got to find daycare. And, you you know, it's just very difficult. daycare ain't cheap at all. God, no, it's not. God, that was like winning the lottery when we were finally able to get the kids out of daycare. I know. And it's worse now. I can't even, you know what people are right now? It's ridiculous. Oh, like it's I, a house note. I believe it. So, I mean, it's just very difficult. So, it's really easy. If you've never been in it or don't under, you know, it's so easy to sit back and be like, well, just leave. It, He's it, an asshole. Just leave. It, it's easy to say what to do when you're on the sidelines. You know, and that's in almost every case, not just this kind of stuff. But yeah. And nobody wants to, they don't want to tell anybody. Nobody wants to go and be like, this person that says he loves me treats me like shit. You don't want to tell people that. Nobody wants to do that. Oh, Everybody hey, puts girl, the, just, Bobby Joe beat me again last night. It's nothing. Yeah, nobody wants to, you know, that's why everybody puts their vacation pics on Facebook. You want to put your best foot forward. We want to tell the good, not the bad. Exactly. Nobody puts their real life out on social media, and you don't want to tell people that that happened. So you tend to, you know, and uh, you think it's your fault and you're embarrassed, and you shouldn't be. Don't be embarrassed. It's not your fault. It's that person that has a problem. But I need to add domestic violence links and assistance when I post the stuff in the, um, like in the show notes and stuff. But we'll do more cases like these, these little, like I said, there wasn't a ton out there, but I still feel like Nova and Ava need to be talked about. 
And honest to goodness, if every article you pull up is mostly about Eddie Curry. Way more about him being, I don't even know if there would be articles if it wasn't for the fact that she was having an affair with him. Um, possibly in the local news yeah, forum, I mean, but beyond that, I doubt that it. That was the big deal. Oh, you know, Eddie Curry, you know, like most of the articles don't have her name. They're like Eddie Curry's girlfriend was murdered. Like yes, she's Chris. not, yeah, like she's not her own person. Who gives a fuck? Like it's her, she's the important one. That baby's the important one. Not that they were, you know, dealing some way involved with a NBA player. That's not the important part. Uh, The important part that people should focus on is the domestic violence side and that this turned into something it shouldn't have. I I, I don't, I don't disagree and I'm not going to disagree with that. I am, however, kind of curious as to what his reaction was when he found out. Any curries? Yeah. Oh, he was upset. Okay. He was upset. So he did have genuine feelings for this. Yeah. Like, I mean, he wasn't like, I mean, they were going through, you know, they were not in a relationship anymore, but, you know, she had moved on. He was doing his, you know, marriage thing, I guess, was trying to, whether he had other affairs or not, I couldn't find that. I didn't didn't dig too much into that, but (laughs) like, I didn't see it anywhere. He's in what he said. It seemed like he knew he had screwed up, and he was very apologetic to his wife, but he also got caught. So, he got big caught. So whether he was having another affair after him and Nova broke up, who knows? But maybe they talk about it on Basketball Wise. I think she addresses it on there, but I didn't, I didn't look at it. So, and... You know, hopefully she stayed with him because she loved him and not because of the money. Because depending on what kind of, you know, I wonder if they had a, if he got drafted, let's see, he got drafted in 2001 and she married him in 2005. So he already had the money. So he probably got her to sign a prenup. Uh, Apparently... Yeah, I just told you. You gotta look it up. You don't trust me. You, you, you trust said like he was a drafted in two thousand five. He was drafted in oh one to the Bulls. That's what I just said. No, you said five. I'm pretty sure. Where did I say two thousand five? He was drafted by the Chicago Bulls in two thousand one, and he played for the Knicks from two thousand five to two thousand ten. Okay. Okay. And apparently, if his last it. season was um in nineteen. Looks like. That's an out-of-country. Yeah. Yeah. So his last season in the States was 2012. Yeah, because he started playing in, like, Europe after that. I believe it's Europe. That's where they usually go when they can't play here anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, he, everything he said publicly, I think he didn't go to the funeral. I don't think it was like, I don't give a shit. I think it was because it would have put more attention on him as opposed to, where it should have been. Yeah. But. And that, that makes sense to a degree. I mean. And I, I can see it being weird that he was going for Nova, but I mean, that was his daughter. So I, I think it would have been appropriately appropriate and fine for him to go for, to Ava's funeral. Yeah. But that also would have a shift of the attention off of them and onto him. Hmm. It's just weird. Not going to your own child's funeral. Well, it's weird going to your child's funeral, period. Oh, well, it's awful. Awful, awful. Never even thought about that. That's horrible. No, thank you. 
you know, but that's a whole nother subject. All righty. Well, that's our little short case. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. And y'all have a great rest of the week. All right. Well, on that note, bye, y'all. Bye.